Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Mike Golick Sr. will stop by. Should that call have been made in the Kansas City Chiefs game? We'll talk to Big Mike. Bob Costas will stop by. We'll talk some baseball with him. By the way... Guess who is the odds-on favorite to win the World Series? If you said the Dodgers, you would be correct, followed by the Braves, Yankees, Astros, and the Rangers. When we last left you on Friday, certainly seemed like a lot of momentum was headed towards the Toronto Blue Jays' way, and there were mixed reports that Shohei Otani may be on a private plane going to Toronto. He was not. He was at his home in Newport Beach, and then uh, didn't have to go far to uh, make the announcement on his social media account with the uh, Dodgers as the team that he is going to. I just can't imagine, if you're the agent for Shohei Otani, that you get to the point where the Dodgers say, or maybe Toronto says, what's it going to take? And you throw out something that begins with a seven. Not like 682. 650, 700 million dollars. I thought Seven? I thought at least 550. <laughs> 550. Because I don't know if he, how long he's going to be a pitcher. But I didn't hear anything about a 7. I heard maybe 6. I didn't hear 7. And all of a sudden you're going he's signing for 10 years 700 million dollars. Yeah, see. It's almost like they, they said, how about eight for 650? And the agent was like, you know what would be cooler? How about 10 for 700? It's you a wanna... discount. It's a discount. I'm giving you guys a discount. Think of how much money I just saved you. Let's make a splash. How about 700 million? And then I don't know how that works where you say to ownership, you don't have to say anything to Dave Roberts. He's like, not my money. Go ahead and give him whatever you want. I'm going to go back to when Dave Roberts said what he said publicly. And we had Jeff Passon on in the mothership. And I said, it felt like Dave Roberts was taking a victory lap right in front of us. He wasn't supposed to talk. And I thought, okay, you're not supposed to talk. You did talk. And you said we got together for a couple hours. Okay. Why would you say that unless you really felt confident? Either I thought they either had him or they didn't have him at all. 
Like, hey, we tried and, uh, you know, thought we had a good visit, but probably not coming here. You had a Dodger reporter, former Dodger reporter, saying uh, he's going to go to the Blue Jays. You had another reporter saying he's flying to Toronto. There was so much misinformation there. But it's because Otani and his agent, they weren't telling anybody anything. And I think that was what was interesting about this. And I look, did I want baseball to celebrate this? Yes. But I do understand what Otani and his agent were trying to do. They didn't want to do what LeBron did. Because LeBron got criticized, widely criticized. Like, oh, God, the decision. Got to have a... Press co- live TV, Jim Gray's there, we got to wait an hour, you're biting your nails, now all of a sudden I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I think that that factored in here. First of all, he's not like that. He doesn't crave the spotlight. He's in the spotlight, but I don't think he goes out and says, let's make it brighter, let's make it bigger. I think it was just, he loves baseball. He's playing baseball. He's being paid to play baseball. And now the expectations start. Because when you're the best player in baseball, the most talked about player in baseball, and you play in Anaheim, as Mike Trout has you know, shown us, after a while, nobody really cares. They're not planning on October. Hey, Mike Trout won an MVP. Uh, yeah, let's see what he does You know, when he gets in the playoff. No, doesn't even come up anymore. And if you're Mike Trout, and you saw this happen, and as much as we brought it up on this show, you don't want to be the GM or owner who traded away Otani. But worse yet, you don't want to be the GM or owner who didn't get anything for Shohei Otani. And you lose him cross town. I get, if you want to talk about a bad weekend, <laughs> the Angels had a bad weekend. Thank you, Todd. Like, that's a bad weekend. Uh, he's not staying, he's going. He's getting $700 million and he's going to the Dodgers. Mm. That's not a good weekend for Artie Moreno. And, and, and if I'm the Angels, I'm, I'm probably hoping that he would have gone to Toronto. Like, he left the country. He went to Canada. Meanwhile, he's just right, he's right, over, right over there. You're going to see a lot of him. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. I, I do want to find out, and hopefully there's a financial breakdown from the standpoint of, if you're the Dodgers, how do you capitalize on all of this? Because, you know, what is your return on your investment? I'd be curious. And the expectations just went up. It's, and I remember when Albert Pujols went to the Angels, I go, you've got to get at least two World Series out of this to validate that kind of money for Pujols. Shohei Otani's on the clock here. Now, he's walking into a great organization, a great team. Even if he doesn't pitch, or at least pitch this year and maybe next year, now what do you get out of that? How, how do I go, he's worth every penny of it? And Jeff Passan of the Mothership said he's worth every penny of it. Former Met GM Steve Phillips said, I would not pay that money. Yes, Mark? This kind of feels like, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors where you already have a really great team and you add just a monster where it's like they should win. This won't be, to me, it won't be impressive if they win. They should win. How much would the Dodgers have paid Otani just a pitch? Let's say that was the contract. Let's say he was just a pitcher. 
Does he get $400 million, $300 million? as a pitcher? Like 10 years, $30 million for a pitcher, you'd pay that for an elite pitcher. Although, I mean, I just don't know how long he's... Two Tommy Johns, if he pitches five more years, I'd be, I'd be surprised. But you're also getting, you know, a global star in a, in a sport that needs a global star. Yeah, Paul. Otani goes to a team that won, scored 906 runs last year. One of the greatest performances in baseball history. I know they didn't win the title. They scored 906 and they add him without losing anybody. They've got a pitching staff where they could afford to not have him pitch next year. You know, like Toronto couldn't, you know, they would have to eat that one where they just, he doesn't pitch, but uh, they've been in the playoffs 10 of the last 10 years, the Dodgers. Yeah. In that time, they played probably 70 playoff games when the, the Angels have played four. Yeah. Three, I'm sorry. Three. three. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, as everybody always said, well, it's not my money, but I'm just curious, you know, return on investment with Otani. And I'm sure that they have those financial guys, data guys, analytics that say, this is how we're going to get our money out of this. And it might be, you know, it's deferred money, just like Mookie Betts. A lot of it's deferred money. I think it was really important for him to be able to sign with the team. They didn't have to give up anybody. And, you know, the minor league system was important to him. Like, he wants to win. That's really, you know, and look, we don't know that much about him. I was just going on how he was during the World Baseball Classic. It really, really mattered. But it was his country that he was pitching for. You know, if you think about the TV rights in Japan with Otani, I, you know, you're going to make money off of that. But yeah, I was just curious of, do you, do you truly get, let, let's say you spend 700, do you get 900 back? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Or is it, hey, we're going to spend 700, but we may only make 450 back. Yeah, more. How many World Series do the Dodgers need to win in order for this to be considered a success? I would say you have to have I, a minimum one, but I would say two. I would think that you, would, you could validate that. Yes, Todd? I'd like to know what the Dodgers thought their final offer would be until panic may have set in that this Blue Jays rumors could be a legitimate thing, and they ended up betting you know, on themselves, against themselves, and having to raise the amount that they were willing to pay him. Yeah, I don't know if Toronto was at six ninety nine. <laughs> we're not going to seven. We're going to go to six hundred ninety nine million, and not a penny more. Uh, the Dodgers just gave us seven hundred million. And with that, I'm out. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it worked that way. That now that's what I want to know. I want to know behind the scenes where were the Blue Jays offer, or the Cubs or the Giants? I mean, the Giants. You 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 whiffed. You whiffed on Aaron Judge. You're supposed to be getting him. Local kid coming back home. Otani. I thought the Giants. I thought the Giants were the leaders, and then it was Toronto, and then all of a sudden, here come the Dodgers. All right, we'll get some phone calls here. Seaton, whole question for hour two is going to be what? I'm so happy you asked, Dan. Uh, <laughs> taking Shohei. This one's for Paulie. Taking Shohei off the board. Who had Ooh. the best weekend? Best uh, weekend. The best weekend. Uh, yes. Okay. Give Let's me celebrate. A, give week. me the nominees. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Yeah. That's he won a Heisman. lifetime achievement. Is he playing in a bowl game? I haven't heard. Feels like every quarterback who was with his team is not playing in the bowl game, whether they're in the transfer portal or they're you know getting ready for the draft. Yes, he. It was kind of crazy to see Brian Kelly sitting there. For some reason, I still had like 
a shock of like Brian <laughs> Kelly. Oh yeah, that's right. He that's was, right. He was coach, and this kid bald. This yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes, Paul. After the Heisman, uh, they're in the ReliQuest Bowl, LSU, which is that's big. The what? The ReliQuest. You rely on something, and you're on a quest. Hmm. You combine those together, you got a mm-hmm. bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "We'll see," which is no. that's, that's yeah, a that, polite no. Yeah, the post Heisman no. Yeah. Uh, what else, Eaton? Uh, Joe Flacco had a great weekend. <laughs> he did. It feels like the NFL retired him. He wasn't retired, but they went, no, 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 you're retired, Joe. Well, I'd like to come back and play for the gym. You're retired. I'll go to Denver. No, 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 you're retired. He could start a playoff game. <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, how about LeBron James had a great weekend. Okay. In-season tournament. And Bronny. Bronny and, made his debut. And Bronny making his debut. That's, that's pretty good. That's a pretty great weekend. Pretty good weekend there. One of those things is more important than the other, I but I'll let you say. decide which. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 He looked pretty proud there with Bronny making his debut. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson had a great weekend. Yeah. How about Zach? He's back. Yeah. Yay. Uh, <laughs> By the way, special holiday <laughs> gift set available at danpatrick.com. Moonshine, a four-pack. Your chance to get some of the uh, flavors you may have missed out on. Cinnamon apple, salted caramel, pumpkin spice, and the uh, newest flavor, peppermint bark. Also, autograph calendar. Uh, you can get that. All of us autograph these calendars. And uh, you can go to danpatrick.com. There's a lot of things there for you. Best and worst of the weekend, your phone calls. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend. That'll be coming up. Um, let's see. Anything else that needs to be mentioned? Um, let's see. Oh, we're going to play Guess That Fine. Guess That Fine for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. You want to play? Uh, <laughs> do you want to play that right now? Up to you. Okay. Uh, let's see. I have uh, Patrick Mahomes. Well, whatever you want to play, what he said after the game, that'll cost him there, Marvin. Is there one that may stand out a little bit more? Okay, here we go. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, not, not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that. And who knows if we win. As I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week. I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something, and all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did, and it was a great football game that ended another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. Okay. Andy Reid had some uh, critical comments. Uh, you want to play that? Here's the Chiefs head coach. It was a heck of a football game down to the end. Um, very disappointed that it ended the way it did. And um, normally, I'll get. Um, you know, I, I never use any of this as excuses, but normally I get a warning before something like that happens in a big game. Um, a bit embarrassing in the National Football League for that to take place. Normally, yeah. Normally, uh, if if it's even close, um, you get you get a warning. Uh, the head coach gets a warning. I mean, that normally, so I don't know. I didn't have a protractor out there, but um, it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> I've been in the league a long time, and uh, I haven't had one like that. So not where, not where, at least for that kind of a position there, that it, it's not uh, given a heads up to. All right. 
Coach, uh, was Kadarius Tony offside? Patrick, was Kadarius Tony offside? Just yes or no? Was he offside? So we shouldn't call it? This is from Gene Steratore, longtime official. When officiating the line of scrimmage, general philosophy is not to be overly technical and split hairs over very minor infractions, such as a receiver's hand slightly breaking the line of scrimmage. However, when an infraction is so egregious, it, a flag has to be thrown. Kadarius Tony is blatantly lined up offsides and in the neutral zone. You rarely see an offsides penalty on the offense, but that's not because this play isn't a foul. It's because a receiver rarely lines up offsides. Kadarius Tony, if you go to the official, you look at the official, you ask for approval, acknowledgement. He didn't do it. And there's no reason, if you look at the play and the end result, there's no reason for him to try to cheat a little bit here. Because it's not, I got to get to the end zone. He's only going about 10 yards. And then if it is scripted that Travis Kelsey's going to get this and then go left and lateral back to him, there's no reason. If anything, you could delay your start off the uh, line of scrimmage because it's going to Travis Kelsey. You know, did I want the play taken away? No, but I, I just don't think we can go, let me pick and choose. Well, you can't call that, or you can't call that. As I said in the first hour, the James Bradbury so-called pass interference in the Super Bowl, to me, shouldn't have been called. It was. I didn't hear anybody on Kansas City say, man, that's tough to call that. And they're like, hell yeah, Super Bowl, yay! So, you know, the pass interference in Green Bay should have been called. Should have been called. I get that. And you've lost a couple of games here. You've lost a little bit of that magic here. And maybe you're not playing home playoff games. I understand the frustration. I get all of that. But Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have to say he was offsides. He was offsides. Yes, Todd. I was going to give my number of fines. I don't know if we want to hold Okay, that. all right. You know what? Let me take a break. When we come back, what we think the fine will be for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Big Mike Golick will stop by, get his thoughts off that call. And we're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. 
And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Wow, Marvin. Tony, Tony, Tony. Not about Kadarius, Tony. I see what your reference is. It's Feels little, good for the Bills fans. little snarky there. Yeah, lost in all of this is Buffalo won the game in a game that people probably thought what went on during the week with the uh, article that came out about Sean McDermott. They go on the road. They'd already lost you know, previously. Tough schedule. They got the Cowboys after this, and then they go in there and win that game. All right, before we get to uh, Mike Golick Sr., Guess the fine for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes for criticizing the officials. Todd? 
going to go 75 for Mahomes because he did say they're human beings, so I'm not going to go as hard. I'm going to give 150 to Andy Reid. Wait, 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 wait. 75,000 and 150,000 for Andy Reid? 75 for Mahomes because he said they're human, they make mistakes. 150 for Reid because he talked about how embarrassing this was to oh. the NFL. Wow. Seton O'Connor. Feels shockingly high. Uh, I'm going to say 25 apiece. Okay. Marvin? I'm going to go 25 apiece also. All right. Paulie? I'll go 25 for Mahomes. Andy Reid's been there. Coaches get different treatment. I'm going to say 35 for Reid. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go 2020. Yeah, just 2020. Let's bring in Mike. Mike Golick here. Mike Sr. He was there. He was working for Westwood One, and uh, he joins us on behalf of DraftKings. Uh, what kind of fine would you give Mahomes? What would you give Andy Reid for being critical of the officials? My God, Todd. <laughs> 75 and a, when he said 75, not even 7,500. Yeah, I did too. 75,000 and 150. <laughs> Got to send a message. Got to send a message. Oh my. I'm not going to have this. <laughs> oh, my God. you are, How quickly that would be appealed. Dan, I'm more around you, about 15, 20 each. I think that that would be it. And I'm sitting there trying to figure what they're complaining about. It's one thing if if it's a subjective call, like with Valdez Scantling against Green Bay. That's subjective. That was interference. They just didn't call it. Where this, he lined up offsides. And, and God, I love Andy, and I've known Andy for years. But was he just waiting for a warning on that? I mean, I, it, I was talking to Richard Sherman about this this morning, and he was like, it's amazing. They don't give defensive players any kind of warning. He's like, I line up offsides, you're offsides. And I said the same thing. I line up offsides, I'm not getting a freaking warning. And even in my game last night with the Cowboys and the Eagles, when the Eagles got into one of their brotherly shove formations, their left guard, Landon Dickerson, lined up in the neutral zone. His hand was in the neutral zone. He didn't get a warning. All of a sudden, they want a warning. You you know what? Look over the ref and ask. Because I asked Richard Sherman, if you look over to the ref and ask, will they answer you? He said, yes, they'll give you a thumbs up or, you know, if you're good or tell you to back up. So, man, you can't just expect a warning there. It was egregious how offside he was. And he wasn't even truly out like a wide receiver. He was basically a little bit past where the tight end is. He's right there. And look in. I mean, I, I I don't know what they have to complain about. This wasn't a subjective call at all. Yeah, I don't know why Kadarius Tony is trying to cheat a little bit because it it's right. really not the play is not based off him getting so, down to the end zone. He's only so ten point, yards off the line of scrimmage. Your point on that is a thousand percent correct. We would try as a D lineman try and crowd the line to get an advantage to kind of get a quick jump off and be right into the old lineman. So sometimes we, I've lined up in the neutral zone and I'm right over the ball. It's inexcusable, but I've done it because you're trying to get all the space you can to gain a quicker, try to gain a quicker advantage. He's gaining no advantage at all by, by being that close. So I'm with you. I don't understand it at all. All right. Um, is it more about the Cowboys and how they looked, or the Eagles suddenly look a whole lot more vulnerable than they did maybe a few weeks ago? You know, like anything else, Dan, it's probably a little of both. The Cowboys look great right now. And one of the keys, as we talk about Dak having an MVP year, C.D. Lamb, you know, he was the only receiver going into this game over 500 yards in the slot and as a receiver. He's been incredible. Jake Ferguson in the middle of the field. 
But their old line, which has two Hall of Famers on it, and Tyron Smith at left tackle and Zach Martin at right guard, who have been nicked up the last couple of years, they're healthy. Tyron Smith has the best blocking, pass blocking pressure percentage, the lowest of any left tackle in the league. Tyler Smith, the guard, is number two, and the right guard, Zach Martin, is number three. They're healthy. That's been a big part of them being so good. Their defense has been good from the beginning this year. And for Philadelphia, they've had injuries in the secondaries. One one of the reasons they went got got fired from Tennessee. They got Shaq Leonard from the Colts after they cut him because they've had some injuries at the linebacker position. The only real stable position there is the defensive line where they have good depth. They're giving up way too much in the middle of the field on passes. And I'm telling you, Dan, watching Jalen last night, it looks like his knee is bugging him. And, and he's been wearing that that like sleeve or brace. And let me just say, when you play week to week, you know what's not happening? You're not healing, all right? You're just staying status quo and trying to keep your head above water. It looks like he's affecting him. And it looked like in some of the passes, as there was beginning to be some pressure, that he was bailing on some of his throws. When you're throwing crossing routes, that's got to be the ball's got to be zipped so you can hit your receiver in stride so they get yards after the catch. His receivers a couple of times on those routes had to kind of slow up. And when they caught the ball, the defender would be right there to make a tackle. And what is Dak doing differently? Let's say in the last, or I don't know if it's just Dak, but it feels like the offense changed from what Mike McCarthy wanted was a running attack at the beginning of the year. I I think Dak is reading coverages better. I think that's where I think Jalen last year took a step in that direction. I think Dak has as well. Because to me, always for a quarterback, the most important column for me is the interception column. And you see, he had 15 last year and six this year. He's not turning the ball over, where Jalen had coming into the game 10 interceptions and lost four fumbles and lost one again last night. So I think Dak is reading better. The pass protection is good, again, because of the healthy old line, which is giving him a little more time and and, and protection in the pocket. And and like I said, I, I think he's just reading and throwing the ball better than he did last year, where last year he's trying to fit it in. And there were tight windows last night. by the Because, by the way, his completion percentage wasn't great last night compared to the last four games. He still tries to fit it into that tight window at times, which led to trouble last year. At this point this year, it hasn't led to that kind of trouble. Talking to Mike Golick, co-host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network. He was on the Westwood One call last night, the Eagles and the Cowboys. What do you make of the AFC North? Huh. Well, uh, Baltimore, I think, in in what we thought was the deepest conference led by Kansas City is now a conference where you'd have to say Baltimore is, is the most balanced team on both sides of the ball, right? They have the same amount of losses as Miami as Miami gets ready to play tonight, and they play uh, in a few weeks. So that could be for the number one seed, depending on if they keep winning or not. But, I mean, Pittsburgh – Listen, I don't think anybody fears Pittsburgh. It's just the fact that it's Mike Tomlin, and he always has a winning record. And if this team got into the playoffs, you would be like, man, I, I, if I'm a team playing them in the playoffs, I'm not fearing them too much. I'm worried more in the AFC, quite honestly, Dan, if Denver gets into the playoffs. I'm calling the Denver-Detroit game on Saturday. Denver is on fire right now. That's a team in the AFC I, other teams should worry about if they get to the playoffs because it is all about – how you are playing attrition, are you getting healthy by the end of the season, how are you playing by the end of the season. 
Russell Wilson looks so much better. Sean Payton, what he's doing, he's living up to what he said he'd do. But to me, it's that defense. They are playing some ball right now. So the the North, Cleveland, I mean, Joe Flacco, I mean, who knew? <laughs> they're four starting quarterback, but they have a great defense, so they're going to be in every single game. Good running attack, and Joe Koo's starting to break out a little bit. Um, so I, I, I have Baltimore as the top most balanced team in that division. I, I have a hard time believing Pittsburgh's going to hang on to that. Right now, they're in the sixth slot uh, of the uh, of the wild card. I have a hard time believing they're going to hang on to that. Did you play against Joe Flacco? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. You know, Deacon Jones. You know, yeah. trying to sack him back in the day. But uh, wow, what 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 a rebirth! Been pretty incredible. I mean, for, he's you don't see, might be in a playoff game, Mike. Yeah, yeah, and you don't see many that stationary quarterbacks anymore in the NFL. So that is. And, and quite honestly, the offensive line likes that because they love just cup protecting, knowing exactly where your quarterback is going to be. And we, we know exactly where he's going to be. The uh, 49ers and the Cowboys. I know they've already played. Yeah. But, you know, are we looking at a – are they different teams now? If, if Who would you take if those two faced each other? Man, I, I, would, I would still take San Francisco. Okay. I, think they, I think they have more weapons on offense. Uh, for sure. The defensive line has a lot of depth to it. You know, we've been talking about who's at the top of the NFC, San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia, you know, uh, but now it's to the point and they all have the three losses, but San Fran has the, the tiebreaker on both for the number one seed. But right now it's arrow up Cowboys, arrow up San Francisco, arrow down Philadelphia, the way they're playing right now, they're going to get into the playoffs. But I mean, we know that's not enough. For Philadelphia, it's you lost in the Super Bowl. You got to get back there. That's that's the next step. Dallas is the team that was a game for them last night, Dan. That they needed for all the hype and talk about can they be back? Can they get back to the Super Bowl? They needed a win like that after losing to this team a few weeks ago. They needed this win. Plus, they are playing so well right now, both offensively and defensively. And again, while Dak is going to get a lot of the press and he deserves it, I give a lot of credit to that old line. Yeah, but you know what? And it's not fair to Dallas, not fair to Dak, but I want to see what they do on the road in Buffalo and what they do in Miami. I know they got Detroit after that. but it, it, And then it's going to be, what about the playoffs? Of all, oh, with, all the teams, it's Dallas where you go, yeah, but let's wait till January. So Philly had their gauntlet run, right, uh, where they beat some good teams and lost to some good teams. Now it's Dallas's turn. So they, they, played the, they played the Eagles, as you said, now the Bills, then the Dolphins. Then the then the uh, uh, lions, and we'll see what they're doing. But yeah, this is this is kind of their gauntlet, and it's always going to be what have you done for me lately for the Cowboys? Because everybody's waiting for them to slip up against a good team, and said there they are, yeah. same Cowboys can't get over the hump. But you know they checked that box at, at least for the time being. But the next two games are on the road, so like you said, they've been money at home. Uh, can they be money on the road? And then but they're playing so well at home. If somehow they could get that number one seed and have everything run through Dallas, yeah. that would be pretty impressive. But right now, that that's favoring San Francisco. Safe travels home. Thank you for taking time to join us, Mike. You got it, Dan. Thanks. That's uh, Mike Golick, co-host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network, and he was on the call last night with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, thanks for holding. What do you have for me? Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, best of the weekend. A Hanukkah miracle in the Meadowlands. Jets score one, two, 
three touchdowns, and they actually win the game, which is a surprise. Uh, Zach played a, a great game for once, but uh, as all of us Jets fans know, he's uh, just as liable to stink against uh, Miami next week. Uh, one more thing, Dan. You are a fair man, a just man, uh, an honest man. Could you please play a Robert Sala cut from a victory uh, <laughs> press conference? Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Thank you, Barry. Here's Robert Sala uh, after Zach Wilson's performance. The second half, um, I thought Zach uh, probably played the best game of his career. Okay, the, that's oh. enough. But we did play a little bit of Robert Sala. Yes, Paulie. I was going to save one of my best of the weekend. Zach Wilson, after the game, after his best game of his career, did not take the bait. Does this is this payback for you after? It was a great game. I'm glad we all got together. And when he did not take the bait, yeah. Zach Wilson, yeah. they uh, tried. Gus in L.A. Hey, Gus, what's on your mind? Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a great weekend. Uh, I couldn't have many best of the weekend. You know, uh, the Lakers apparently won some in-season Woo! tournament. Yay. All right. Nobody. I mean, I kind of don't care. But, you know, hey, win the postseason tournament. That's what's going to make me happy. All right. Uh, my newly uh, found cousin, Shohei, congratulations. And then, But honestly, best of the weekend. And I'm not just saying it because it's LeBron's kid. It's Bronny James taking the court. Look, four months ago, this kid was, all, like, I think he was, like, just flatlined. Four months ago, they're doing CPR on him. Yeah. And, and four months later, he's playing Division One basketball at the highest level. I mean, that for any athlete, for any person, if you or I went into cardiac arrest four months ago, odds are we're not here let alone playing Division One basketball. So that's got to be the best of the weekend right there. The worst, uh, you know what, my Steelers suck, whatever. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not going to worry about the worst of the weekend. There's been a lot of those of late. So I'm just going to focus on the best of the weekend. As always, you boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend right after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Best and worst of the weekend when it comes to celebrating great things. No other city compares to Vegas, a city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the fabric of that community, Las Vegas, where conventional is challenged and the unexpected embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebration with an edge. Celebrating best and worst of the weekend on the program. Todd, I'm going to start with you. Best of the weekend, Anthony Davis's performance Saturday night in Vegas in the in-season tournament title game. 41 points, 20 boards, 5 assists, 4 blocks, 123-109 win over the Pacers. Worst of the weekend, Army-Navy game had its moments, including a goal-line stand at the end, but not having a full slate of college football games to watch Saturday was rough. Too soon to get excited about college hoops. Seed right. <laughs> O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. My worst of the weekend, Patrick Mahomes in the hug with Josh Allen, still complaining about the call. you got to put it away for that moment. I understand you're heated. I understand you're upset. But you can't hug that dude and be like, ah, that call was garbage, off, holding, uh, you know, offside. Blah. You, can't, you can't do that, dude. If Tom Brady had done that, it, the world would have exploded today. Literally. Okay? If you're going to be the, the next Tom Brady or the guy to challenge it, then you have to keep those things in check. Uh, my best of the weekend, though, you know how we always talk about guys like uh, it's like, well, I didn't hear anybody complaining about the bad calls when you won. Yeah, I didn't hear any. <laughs> hey, Miles Garrett, come on down. He the Browns won this weekend and he was actually complaining about the officiating after the game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was just like the officiating is horrible. They need, they need to be held to the same standard as, as us. He was talking about how they miss like holds, false starts, uh, hands to the face, all of these things. Very rarely do you get a. Someone complaining about the officials in a win, but Miles Garrett, he did it. Marvin, Marvin, who has a sweatshirt on today that reads Front Row All Star. Okay. Did you get one for Paulie? I didn't get this. Oh. Someone sent this in. Really? So, has to be earned. So, who am I to turn this down? Okay. I'm not not turning down anything but my collar. All right. um, (laughs) So, I got two bests of the weekend. First best, Joe Flacco off the couch. 311 yards, three touchdowns, and a win over Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Man, good for him. Mm-hmm. Other best, the 30 for 30 on the uh, 97 Heisman race. I'm, I want to apologize to Randy Moss for putting Tyreek Hill in the same like sentence as him. I forgot. I'm really sorry. I apologize to Randy Moss. What he was doing was just absurd. And the fact that there were three pro football Hall of Famers in that 97 Heisman race yeah. – and shout out to Ryan Leaf also, was ridiculous. So that's my two best. Yeah, you know, it's the recency bias. But when you watch Tyreek Hill, you go, oh, there's nobody like him. Okay. There's nobody like Randy Moss either. I mean, they're different receivers, unique receivers. But Randy Moss, 
You know, when he was on the field, you had to account for him just like you do with Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill is not mentioned in the uh, MVP candidates here. It's Tua. Look, Tua should not be mentioned in there as an MVP candidate. It should be Tyreek Hill. Just my two cents. My three cents. Maybe even four or five. Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. I don't. Eh, it's kind of a worst. The North Dakota State head football coach Matt Entz, He's leaving the program. He's the head coach. Uh, they had a real kind of a bad regular season, nine and three, but now they're deep in the playoffs. He will still coach there. He's gonna be like a linebacker coach at USC. I'm shocked. Kind of a little surprised by that one. Shocked. Great gig, but you know you want to move up. Uh, best of the weekend. Bill Belichick on College Game Day. It must have been like a perfect storm to get him. Army Navy in Boston. The, uh, they're on a bye week, the Patriots. They win. They finally get him there. He brings out an old Navy helmet. He's telling stories with Lee Corso. Good TV. By the way, a couple of things. Uh, the Vikings over the Raiders, 3 nothing. The lowest scoring NFL game since uh, 2007. In the last 40 years, NFL teams that have scored three points or less a combined 2 and 544. <laughs> Stat of the day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The Browns are the first team to have four different quarterbacks start multiple games in the same season. That was uh, since 2015. And uh, Joe Flacco has been part of uh, both of those. So the Browns, he was also with the Ravens. Uh, Jimmy Clausen, Ryan Mallett. uh, Who is it? Uh, Matt Schaub was in there. But... uh, also, the Cowboys did this. Matt Castle, Tony Romo, Brandon Whedon, and I think Kellen Moore in the same season. Also, Joe Flacco is one of four players in league history to throw for at least 300 yards and three touchdowns in a game for at least four teams. Do you want to guess the other three? At least 300 yards and three touchdowns in a game, and he did that with four different teams. Paul? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. One I don't think you'll get because I don't remember him playing for four teams, but uh, the other one you should get. No hints, Pauling. Steve DeBerg? No. You respect the guess, though. Well, <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong, yeah. Marvin, you got one? Steve Berline. No, but that's a good guess. Back row? Anything? Bueller? Bueller? Trent Dilfer. No. Todd. Matt Hasselbeck. Case Keenum. Oh. Come on. Case Keenum. The other one threw as good a deep ball as anybody who's ever played the position. Nick Foles. No. Kyle Bowler. No. Paulie. Jeff George. Yes. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah. Jeff George. Yeah. I don't know if anybody was on the receiving end when he threw that great deep ball, but man, did he throw a great deep ball. Yes, Todd. By the way, in that Vikings-Raiders game, that was nothing-nothing until nothing two minutes left in the game. It's not like someone scored early. It went all the way to almost the end of the fourth quarter before finally points were scored. Thank you, Todd. Uh, I found this fascinating. The Vikings and the Minnesota Wild both won by the identical scores. <laughs> Three-nothing. <laughs> and it's happened before. The last time a city's NFL and NHL teams posted the identical score shutouts in the same day as 2017. 
The Cowboys beat the Eagles six to nothing. The Dallas Stars beat the San Jose Sharks six nothing. That is good. That is good. Whoa! Here's Darius Rucker. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Darius Rucker just got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, I think that was last week, maybe. Last Friday, Thursday, Friday. Pretty good stuff there. Darius Rucker. Hootie and the Blowfish going on tour again this uh, next summer. Yes, Paul? Do you think where, when you get your star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you look and see who, what other stars you're near to see where, what level you're at? Like, are oh. you on a, around the corner? Oh, well, I'd like to know what I'm in front of. Yeah. You know, if it's like bail bonds or something like that, or uh, maybe it's a dispensary or something, or a bar. Bob Costas in the final hour on Shohei Otani. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.